All right. Who's excited but also responsible for all the stuff that has to happen at Christmas? Yeah, so, okay. But, you, but it's, it's still an alloy of excitement and responsibility, so that's, that's still kind of a good thing. We're happy about that. Um, let, me, let me ask this. Kids particularly, what's your favorite part of Christmas? Shout at me. Christmas dinner? When Santa Claus comes. When Santa Claus comes? Seeing your family because you don't get to see them at any, at any one time in the year apart from Christmas? One more. Presents. Presents. Go on. Last one. Rolling the rubbish and throwing it at people. That sounds like an excellent idea. Now, I, uh, I realized I was getting old this year because I was thinking about this question myself, and when I was much younger, my favorite part was waking up as early as possible, as early as my parents would tolerate open presents, and now my favorite part is sort of the mid-afternoon nap, um, which is pretty great, and I think there's a lot of uh, not necessarily young people who will agree with me on that one. Um, no, but... The, Obviously, the greatest part about Christmas is the fact that it's a celebration of when Jesus came to earth. It's when he was born on earth for us and, uh, and then came to, to begin his ministry so that he would die on the cross to take away our sins. Um, and so the verse, the passage I want to talk to you about contains our memory verse today. And I'm going to read out the whole thing, but it starts in John chapter 1 and it begins at verse 1. I'm going to jump over 6 to 8 because we'll save that for another time. But then we go all the way down to 14 and it goes like this. So listen up for me. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that, in that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but they did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of a husband's decision or husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh, and made his dwelling among us, we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And that is, in a nutshell, really what the Christmas story is actually about. And when John's writing this, he's writing at the start of his gospel, he's telling people who Jesus is, because he's hoping they're going to read this for the first time, because they've never heard who he is. And he's thinking how he can, he can express who Jesus is, and what he means, and what him coming to the world means. And the best thing he can come up for is he starts with these three we call metaphors. They're like word pictures. I don't know if you caught them in there, but he calls Jesus says that Jesus is the word. Say word for me. Word. word. It's kind of gangster. All right. Um, word. Um, he says word. Jesus is the word. They say he is the life. Say life. life. And Jesus is the light. Say light. light. All right. So what do these things mean? What does it mean that Jesus is the word and that he is the light or what, and he is the life? And here's the light. Well, listen up, we'll talk about it. So, when you want to tell someone something, when you're trying to communicate something to someone, you want them to listen and you use your words, words right? You talk. It's communication. Otherwise, how would anyone know anything? 
I mean, you can sort of communicate with your dog. They don't understand your words. They kind of get the gestures, right? So you can go, who's going for a walk? And they'll go, and they'll freak out because they can understand that much. But anything more complicated than, you know, time to eat or let's go for a walk, you need to use words. You need to communicate. And so God had something to say to the world on Christmas. So we sent his word. It's a communication from God. It's a message. And God's word is what created the world. And God's word is what he sent into the world. So God sent Jesus his word. Now, the next part is a little more complicated, so you're going to have to help me out with that one. It says, he is, in him is the life. Now, life means a couple of things, right? So there's like, oh, no, tigers run for your life, right? There's like the life that's if you're not dead, you are alive. You have a heartbeat, you have life. But there's another thing that we call life, right? It's all of your life. It's the whole thing you live. So... How about when I snap my fingers, you fill, in, you fill in the sentence with the word life, okay? So let me practice. I go like this. Life. life. Maybe a little bit more enthusiastically in all this one. Ready to go? Life. That's it. All right, good. All right, so if I were to say, oh, I'm having such a good day. The birds are singing. The sun is shining. This is the life. Right. That's the kind of life we're talking about. Or you might say, you know, that someone's had a really hard time and they've been having a hard time for a long time. They're living a hard Right? Okay. What about um, if, you're, if you spend all your day indoor watching TV and your mum might burst into the room and say, you should be outside playing instead of sitting here wasting your... Life. Right. I heard that one a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're talking about not just the, the, the being alive thing, but it's about your whole life, the whole thing that you live. And Jesus brought that to us because God had a new way for us to live. And on Christmas, he sent Jesus to be an example, to show us the right way to live. He saves us from sin and death, but then he gives us the way to use that eternal life. So we got the word, and we got the life. What about the light? Okay, well, who's afraid of the dark? You can be honest, it's fine. Right, okay, there's a couple of honest people. There's probably some less honest people, that's right. right. But there's some good reasons to be afraid of the dark because you don't know what you're doing in the dark. You only have to kick your little toe on the coffee table once and then you will forever be afraid of the dark. All right? If you don't have light, you can't see where you're going. You don't know where to go. So like on the, on the edge of the, the coastline of the countries, you have these things we call lighthouses, right? And their whole purpose is to show the ships in the dark where to go. And on Christmas, God wanted to show us a new way to go. So he sent Jesus to be the light, to shine in the darkness, to show us the new way to go. So Jesus is the word, he's the life, and he is the light. Now why did God send Jesus to be these things to us? Why would he do that? Well, we're told in our verse today. He says that anyone who believes in him can become children of God. And when we say believe, we don't just mean you say it, and you, and you sort of accept that it's true. To believe something is to live it out, you know? If you really believe in yourself, then you put all your effort into something. If you really believe in Jesus, then you put all your effort into living the life that he set out for you and walking the path that he's lit up for you with that light and to listening to the word of God that is being communicated to you. So those who believe in him get to become the children of God. And that is really the meaning of Christmas, and that is worth celebrating. So I'm going to pray for you guys really quickly, and then I'm going to hand it back to your wonderful hosts. So please close your eyes and pray with me. Father God, 
I thank you, well, for everyone in this church, particularly these little ones. And we thank you for the message of Christmas, Lord. We thank you that you sent your son to the world. The world would become flesh so that those who believed in him could be called children of God, could be called your children. We pray that you help each of us, and each of these young ones particularly, Lord. You help them to listen to your word when you speak. You help them to to live the life that you have set out for them. And Lord, we pray that you help them to walk in the light of the path that you have laid out and established for them. You're Lord over their lives, and we commend them to you. And we pray this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right.